It's Monday. It's October 5th. And the word of the day is spoonerism, which is that thing when you accidentally switch the initial sounds of two or more words. Used in a sentence by an alcoholic vampire at the bar, I'm ready to fang some bucking fitches. Well, that's kind of a waste of a good name for a sexual fang, position. Bang, it works either way. Anyway, I'm Loa Nugens. I'm Heath Enright. And broadcasting delayed from America's far center, we are the Skeptocrats. Uh, on episode 27, Mormon God will hit the apocalyptic snooze bar once again, but probably for the last time. The average skin color in Congress becomes eight shades less orange. We'll learn that sure, the Pope met with Kim Davis, but he didn't like her, so he didn't inhale. And thanks to my 25 years of writing letters, McDonald's will start serving breakfast all day, starting tomorrow. You're all welcome. If only they would make it taste good, too. But first, the Roundup. Leading off the roundup tonight, all the countries except the United States did not have a mass shooting at a school last week. It's probably not a coincidence. In what can only be described as a gross oversight by his campaign team, Donald Trump still hasn't made a hateful public remark about how Hurricane Joaquin is actually a shark NATO created by the Mexican government full of rapist immigrants. <laughs> And still sharks. Oh, yeah, addition, well, of course. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In a related story, Heath and me reserve the television rights on uh, Mexican rapist NATO. Mr. <laughs> Trump will have an outline to you by Tuesday. If you'd like to produce, we're interested. We're looking for a guy. In medicine, former hedge fund manager and CEO of Turing Pharmaceuticals, Martin Shkreli, decided to test out the market equilibrium for being evil by price gouging AIDS patients that rely on the company's treatment for toxoplasmosis. Huh. He's since walked back the plan to some extent, but only because the violent public backlash was hurting stock prices. Right, yeah. So medium evil is the sweet spot. Apparently. Go capitalism. According to prosecutors, New Jersey priest Kevin Carter threatened to murder an eight-year-old with a Civil War musket for being a <laughs> Dallas Cowboys fan. That's a good reason. But. This marks the least reprehensible thing a New Jersey Catholic priest has been in the news for doing to an eight-year-old in over 26 years. So go Pope. Applebee's employees can finally stop singing those awful knockoff birthday songs after a California judge ruled that happy birthday to you is now public domain. Now all they need to do is get a new menu and better ingredients. Baby steps. Or maybe an interior decorator that isn't an insane person at a garage sale. <laughs> that would help, too. Australia made waves last week when they refused to allow American singer Chris Brown into their country, citing his 2009 conviction for domestic violence. This was hailed internationally as the first non-disgusting example of Australians turning away brown people at their borders. <laughs> as far as we can tell, the lunar eclipse at the end of September did not end the world. Updates to come, unless we were wrong about that. Yeah, eventually. exactly. You'll, you'll know. You'll, you'll know. Out. Responding to a request from embattled Syrian President Bashar al-Assad, Russia started bombing the fuck out of more stuff, mostly Western-backed separatists in the Free Syrian Army. Russia insists its military operations are targeted against ISIS, even though we know where ISIS is and we know where their military operations are, and those are different places. Hmm. When confronted with this information by reporters, Vladimir Putin pointed out that they were also bombing some of the al-Nusra dudes, and then he murdered those reporters with obscure poisons. Sounds about right. In arbitrary lines news, the FDA banned four new types of slightly more dangerous cigarette products by R.J. Reynolds. The tobacco giant will be forced to continue selling just 
the safer ones from now on. Oh, good. We're, we're all safe now then. OSCE observers monitoring a ceasefire in Ukraine reported the arrival of new Russian military equipment, including a multiple rocket launcher capable of destroying several city blocks in a single strike. When asked about the new weapon system, Russian authorities explained that the more fireable weapons they had in the area that they weren't firing, the more successful the ceasefire would be. And then they Makes killed those sense. reporters with obscure poisons, too. <laughs> Moving over to international politics. A fight broke out on the floor of Japan's parliament, but sadly led to very few really cool karate moves. When asked if it's racist to be disappointed like that, several of my Japanese friends assured me that, yes, it is. Yeah, several of my former friends that were Japanese also agree with that. Uh, record turnout in Catalonia's parliamentary elections last week left separatists with an overwhelming majority. The victorious party has announced its intention to unilaterally declare independence from Spain within the next 18 months, confirming long-held American suspicions that nobody wants to live in Spain, even Spanish people. In celebrity death pool news, Yankee legend Yogi Berra died last month at age 90, proving that baseball, much like life, is 90% mental and the other half is physical. He's gone, but certainly not forgotten. Yeah. And he's worth 10 points in standard scoring. 100 minus the age. It was almost... But seriously, go back to solemn... Yeah, it was almost solemn there for a second there. In other sporting news, Eagles quarterback Sam Bradford manages first fantasy-relevant game sitting on my fucking bench all goddamn day. And Beckham, 30 fucking eight yards on five catches. Eifert, Gore, Yeldon, Landry can't get a single fucking touchdown on any of you guys. Fucking all this fucking... I might as well have started Yogi. (laughs) Fucking fantasy football is stupid for stupid people. Just did it like last story. Never mind. Sorry. Volkswagen CEO Martin Vinterkorn was forced to resign last month after the company was caught cheating their way around emission standards. As a penalty, I think we can all agree, from now on, they should have to provide free taxi service for anyone that wants to travel from Syria to Germany the next couple of months. That sounds fair. And then give that person a Jetta, I would say. I want to go from Syria to Germany if I get a Jetta. Though the Pope also wrapped up a week-long trip to Cuba in the U.S. last week. Upon arriving in Rome, he called to let us know that he got in okay, he bitched about traffic for a few minutes, and then he thanked America for being so willing to overlook the decades-long and ongoing child rape thing. And we'll have more on this week's top headlines coming right up. But first, a segment we like to call Abuse Your Words. It's time for the part of the show in which crazy people say things and the best awful word talkers win prizes. So let's get right to it. First up, we have former Congresswoman Michelle Bachman who took some time away from crawling out of TV screens to appear on Understanding the Times with Janet Markell. Having previously claimed that Barack Obama's gay abortionist agenda will force God to murder everyone, this interview gave Bachman the chance to walk back those remarks. But she did not take that opportunity no, no. because she's insane. <laughs> Instead, she did the exact opposite and doubled down. Gay weddings plus fetus po'boys equals end times. Had to be said. Somebody had to say. You know, this is kind of off topic, but I used to work at a hoagie shop, and I once had a very humorous misunderstanding when a baseball team said, feed us po' boys. I'll I'll, I'll tell you about it later. (laughs) I thought it was funny. They didn't didn't think it was funny, but I did. (laughs) So, according to Michelle Bachman, quote, when we raise our fist to a holy God and say that we're going to redefine marriage and cut up innocent baby parts and sell them for research, that clearly is a problem. And as we have seen God render judgment in the days of Noah, in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, and so forth throughout history, 
apparently this sentence is over at the end of this clause. End quote. It's I'm not, done. I don't know if you could exactly call it a sentence. Oh, oh, all right. So I'm going to try. I'm, I'm holding my fist up to God. We're going to redefine marriage and cut up innocent baby parts and sell them for research. <laughs> Brimstone? Nothing? Lightning? Nothing? Huh. I love that their mythology is so, like, pro the guy who's going to murder everyone. I mean, like, if Christians were saying, like, hey, guys, the end times are coming, but if we band together with Satan, we can take this motherfucker, I, I still wouldn't believe him, but I'd, I'd at least respect <laughs> it's them. A strategy. Come They'd on. be the good guys in the mythology at that point. <laughs> And by the way, just to be certain she made the finals this week, during that same segment, Bachman also suggested that the three-year-old Syrian kid who drowned and then washed up on the beach in Turkey was headed for Europe so he could get free dental care. That was the reason his family was fleeing wow. Syria. Otherwise, living in Damascus was great for them. Yeah. The refugee crisis is being caused by socialized medicine in Europe, according mm -hmm. to Michelle Bachman. Big yeah. points. We're going to move on to our bronze medal finisher. That's Dickie Sants, who is still riding the tide of his better-than-expected tie for 12th place in national polls. And in an effort to keep the momentum going, he's borrowing from the Mike Huckabee playbook and lionizing America's most ineffective county clerk, Kim Davis. In an interview on media juggernaut Daystar's show, Marcus and Joni, the frothster endorsed Davis's actions on behalf of both himself and Martin Luther King Jr. You gotta be kidding me with this. It's civil rights leaders. It's ridiculous. And by the way, though, if you want to learn more about Dickie Sants and his expertise in black history, check out Santorum.com. We'll have it linked have on the show notes. Information for you. <laughs> Of course, if there's anyone that's qualified to speak on behalf of Martin Luther King, I, I, I think we can all agree it's modern-day civil rights icon Rick Santorum, who explained, quote, The Perfect. laws on marriage don't follow the natural law. They don't follow God's law. So in Martin Luther King's viewpoint, he would have said that this is a law that you have an obligation to resist, end quote. So, yes, drawing on MLK's longstanding endorsement of discrimination— Dickie Sands essentially argued that anyone who disagrees with any law should break it, but only if they're Christian. Santorum for president. Hashtag straight Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Next on the list, we have Rush Limbaugh, who earned his spot by uncovering the secret connection between the discovery of flowing water on Mars and the liberal conspiracy to continue living on Earth. Also, there's a, a made-up ancient civilization of Martians involved. Somehow. They okay. don't exist by his own account, but they're a key piece of the puzzle. Just to review, those dots he just connected were water on Mars, mm -hmm. pretend aliens, and finally, nefarious leftist plot to protect the environment from climate change. <laughs> Great stuff. That's how you play the game. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Rush Limbaugh bloviation via rejected Michael Bay script. I love it. <laughs> so, you ready for Rush Limbaugh to explain all that? Get your ass to Here Mars. it is. Quote, Okay, so there's flowing water on Mars. Yip, 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 yahoo. You know me. I'm science 101, big time guy, tech advance it. You know it. I'm all in. Uh, no idea. <laughs> Continuing. But NASA has been corrupted by the current regime. This news is somehow going to advance the leftist agenda. I would assume it would be something to do with global warming. Oh, maybe course. there was once an advanced civilization. End quote. Like, yeah, on Mars, that has to do with <laughs> what? When Arnold Schwarzenegger has to put any. Anyway, you know that the drugs have eaten too much of your brain when the least insane part of your quote is "yip yip yip Yahoo." <laughs> right. So, secret cabal of poor people buys off NASA 
looking to impose communism via fake Martians. That, <laughs> that is a winner on lots of weeks. Great work by the Rush, but not quite good enough. No, not no. I mean, it's nice to see Rush working so hard to finally make his way on the board again, regain some relevance in the fuck-crazy conservative nut-hair circles, but when you start distorting basic scientific facts for ideological purposes with rambling non-sequiturs, you have to know you're playing in Ben Carson's backyard. <laughs> and not only did Ben Carson take the top spot this week, I kind of feel like he ran away with it. I mean, not only did he say crazier shit... But Limbaugh, I mean, this is a guy who dropped out of Southeast Missouri State University. Go Red Hawks. <laughs> Dr. Carson, Dr. Carson graduated from fucking Yale and then Go went Bulldogs. and did more school. <laughs> Go Wolverines. <laughs> this, this is like, in, 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 and he got degrees in science stuff with brains in them. Yeah, but I'd like to think he's unelectable. I mean, uh, can you imagine an idiot from Yale becoming president <laughs> in this country? Come on. True, true. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so speaking to a crowd of tens at the University of New Hampshire, Dr. Carson reiterated his psychotically misinformed views on climate change and evolution before launching into an anti-scientific rant that left me thinking I would sooner trust my conjoined twins to Doc McStuffins after conflating climate change and weather by pointing out that the temperatures are supposed to go up and down. He turned his powers of glossolalia against evolution. So he vomited out a few creationist tropes about microevolution and he explained that he didn't have enough faith to believe that gravity just exists and it, <laughs> that's oh. no that's it quote i know there are some people who say it all just happened and there was a big explosion and it all became perfectly organized but the way the earth rotates on its axis how far it is from the sun these are all very complex things gravity where did it come from i mean um. there are so many things <laughs> end quote <laughs> And yes, the, the that was an answer true. to a question about evolution and climate change. <laughs> okay, but the way Earth rotates on its axis mm -hmm. and how far away it is from the sun are not complex things. No. It, that's west to east and <laughs> 93 million miles on average. Those are the answers. Th that's just memorizing two words and a number. West, East, 93 million. Done. <laughs> Elementary school. Too much. Eight years for, old. Done. Yeah. So basically, if you take his full helping of mouth shit altogether, his defense for denying the scientifically undeniable facts of both climate change and evolution is that in order to believe them, one would have to also accept dubious propositions like the Big Bang and gravity. Way to quadruple down, Dr. Carson, and way to, in so doing, become this week's gold medal word fucker in Abuse Your Words. Joining me for headlines tonight is fellow skeptic rat, No Illusions. No, would you like to say grace to get us started? I, I would, as a matter of fact. Um, would you? It's been a minute. Our Father, who it. art Just, in heaven, one uh, nation okay. under him, with liberty and justice for straight white people. Uh, that, thy kingdom come, one. thy streaks have come on earth okay. as it is in Seven Eleven. Give us this day our daily bread, which is basically a stick-up line in the middle of a prayer. And forgive us for all the weird shit that you get pissed about. Also, if you're planning to prepare a table for me, the presence of my enemies would be the exact worst place to put it. Amen. <laughs> there we go. That's right. Complete. So before we get to our first headline, let's check in with Twitter and get ourselves cultured. Hells yeah. Trending this week was hashtag bad tramp stamps. Would you like to play or pass? Well, mine says cross-stitch bitch, and I have since come to regret <laughs> it, so I'm going to go with that. I figured you'd mention that right on. Uh, what about give me your tired, your poor, your puddled masses? Oh, that's a great visual. Or maybe I told you we should have done it with the lights off. <laughs> and this week's random stranger winner 
was McMahon of the people who had up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B.A. start. <laughs> and he also had, if you can read this, thank a teacher. Hey. So well played, McMahon of the people. I, I Honestly, I think the only thing that makes the first one bad is that he left out the other B.A. in the select. I mean, if he's got, the, <laughs> if he's got it correct, I mean, that's, that's unlimited. That's how, I, that's how I learned the 30, li- 30 lives code uh, on Contra. But I'm told you don't need that second B.A. Oh, I'm really? Told, yeah. Really? Yeah, weird. Huh. In our lead story tonight, from the Agent Orange file, John Boehner has resigned from his position as Speaker of the House. Aww. And the grand old party is scattering in all directions like they just got busted by the cops at a high school kegger in the woods. Thanks to a shockingly successful hijacking of the Republican House caucus by an ultra-conservative minority faction, the sitting Speaker faced a challenge from within his own party for the first time in over a century. Yeah. And rather than face the shame of having his seat potentially vacated out from under him by a no-confidence motion, Johnny B. decided to step down instead. And honestly, I, I can't tell if this is good or bad. I You know what? Don't His know. head is the second large rust-colored sphere with surprising amounts of flowing water on it that we've talked about today. <laughs> Weird. But yeah, I'm going to say mostly bad because Boehner being booted because... He refused to treat Speaker of the House the same way as Kim Davis treats county clerk. That's not a good sign. And you know what? She just switched to Republican, too. They might have her in mind. Who knows? Wow, that's not surprising at all. Yeah. So the Tea Party Republicans behind the mutiny are hoping this shakeup will help get more attention for their cause. But GOP centrists, on the other hand, are worried it's going to accomplish nothing and mostly just help out the Democrats. Ding, ding, ding. Basically, the moderate camp is saying, stop fucking around, idiots. It's going to make us look even worse for the presidential election, which is next year, in case you forgot. And the lunatics are like, what? I couldn't hear you. Tea Party! Break stuff! <laughs> the government! Lord of the Flies! Yeah, right. Hunger Games! <laughs> sharpening a stick on both ends as we speak and meanwhile i'm hearing a lot of my liberal friends cheering because like bad governance from house republicans is going to help the democratic candidate in 2016 and i guess that's probably true you know especially if they go ahead and shut the government down over something almost nobody agrees with them about but i'd kind of rather have a semi-functional federal government for the next 13 months (laughs) than an an edge in a presidential race we were probably already going to win it's not Unreasonable. So at the moment, the most likely replacement for Boehner is Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy of California, who who isn't a Tea Party prototype exactly, but he certainly shares some of their leanings, especially those of the invisible sky demon variety, which are terrifying. He's also generally against protecting the environment if it costs money, which it does. That it does, yes. And if you're still not sold on McCarthy, one last thing. He's the guy that Kevin Spacey followed around to learn how to play a murderous sociopath for House of Cards. Really? Fucking Republican Frank Underwood <laughs> is going to be House Speaker. I think I want the Oompa Loompa back. Yeah, no honestly. shit. And in Papacy No Evil news tonight, after escaping from the cartoon dimension, getting elected as county clerk in Kentucky, and going to jail for refusing to do her job, the bus driver from South Park received a controversial pseudo-endorsement <laughs> from Pope Franarchy during his U.S. visit last week. According to the Liberty Council, the legal team representing the elliptical paraboloid that is Kim Davis, the meeting was intended as the Vatican endorsement of Davis's status as a conscientious objector to civil rights. That's not really according nice. <laughs> according to the Vatican, though, they were somewhere else on that day. They don't know the fuck those guys are talking about, and they have three witnesses that can testify that they saw that never happen. <laughs> And the Pope definitely didn't magically impregnate Kim Davis. No, That's no. ridiculous. And she definitely is not the last scion. That is 
crazy talk. Yeah. Well, so after about 60 hours of pretending the easily verifiable meeting never took place, fails to silence media speculation. <laughs> what did they think was going to happen? Uh, eventually, they released a statement confirming that the Pope did indeed meet with Davis, but that the meeting carried absolutely no meaning of any kind. Oh, it was just complete, you know, yeah. they, he needed to use the shitter. Bad she was, it was around her house. Anyway, according to the statement, the private meeting, quote, should not be considered a form of support of her position in all its particulars and complex aspects, end quote. Because apparently I hate fags so goddamn much. It has complex aspects. Pretty straightforward. Um, and by the way, what were they doing trying to hide it with all the spy bullshit? Like, right? Sitting at the airport, facing away from each other. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be all inconspicuous, except there's a bunch of Swiss guards in clown costumes falling around. Doesn't really... Make that uh, hiding behind newspapers. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And to learn more, we sent our roving reporter Lucinda Lusions on an undercover assignment to get to the bottom of this. She joins us now live from Vatican City. Lucinda, how's your investigation going so far? Pretty good, I guess. I am starting to think that Noah was full of shit about this Catholic schoolgirl uniform, though. It's not helping me blend in at all. (laughs) All right. Have you learned anything else? I have. I actually found out some pretty juicy stuff that I am happy to reveal exclusively for the first time right here on The Skeptocrat. Awesome. Breaking news. Good stuff. Yeah, that's right. All right. Lay it on me. Well, Heath, as it turns out, unbeknownst to the worldwide media, Pope Francis is a misogynistic homophobe that endorses torturing mentally ill people by convincing them that demons live inside of them who shields yeah. pedophiles from prosecution and has an right. anti-contraception policy so strident it might as well be described as pro-AIDS. Yeah, I mean, that's that's all common knowledge, right? It's, uh, are you sure? Yeah, there, there's ample public record of all the things you just said. Yeah, definitely. Huh, because I never saw anyone in the mainstream media mention or even hint at it during the Pope's visit. Yeah, no, me neither, but it's definitely... All still true. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm not going to win a Pulitzer for this one, huh? No, probably not. Damn. All right. Well, um, I don't know. D- did you learn anything else? I kind of. Well, not really. No. Well, sort of. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> what do you mean, sort of? Well, I did manage to get a few pictures of the Pope in the middle of an all-male cocaine-fueled orgy. Really? Yeah, yeah. It turns out he's a power bottom. <laughs> well, that's... A pretty damning scoop, Lucinda. Why not lead with that? You, well, because unlike all of the other actions he's taken as Pope, there's nothing really immoral about snorting coke or having gay sex. All right. Well, yeah. Good point. Uh, speaking of good points, Francis is actually swinging some major pipe, by the way. <laughs> didn't, didn't need to know that, but okay. I'm looking at the pictures now, and him. that shit's hanging past it. Wait, no, no, wait. That's a scrotum. Never mind. <laughs> Thank you, Lucinda. And in poll tide news tonight, despite their best efforts, the government of Alabama just cannot get black people to stop voting, cannot seem to snuff it out. But they're trying again this year anyway, or at the very least, they're doing unrelated other stuff that just happens by coincidence to make taking part in democracy way more difficult for areas of the state that just happen by coincidence to be the places with lots of black people and not white people. And meanwhile, the progressive states up north are saying, Alabama, I, like you don't, you, you can just shoot them. We just shoot them up here and then they don't vote. <laughs> so Alabama's latest round of de facto black voter suppression started last year with a new photo ID requirement at the polls. And anyone familiar with counting could have predicted that this would decrease turnout among minority groups much more than among white people. Right. Which it did. Yeah. 
And then last week, they announced that 31 DMV offices will no longer be providing photo IDs. If you're wondering whether every single county that's predominantly black will lose its driver's license provider over this, yes, they will. Right, yes. Every county in the Just state coincidence. that's more than 75% black, all of them, and yep. eight out of the 10 counties with the largest black populations in the state. Also correct. And the closest you can come to Alabama's defense is to point out that this was probably more because those counties vote Democratic than because they hate black people. So, <laughs> like, the generous interpretation is that the racism <laughs> is just an ancillary byproduct of their criminality. Yeah, so, uh, quick reminder for Alabama. Granted, there's probably no way to prove the DMV closings were chosen by race, but at this point... Everything you do in Alabama is racist unless proven otherwise. Yeah, That's right. The, the right. default starting point. Your state is known for having to be told to desegregate your public schools at gunpoint, for putting Martin Luther King in a jail cell, and for being the bad guys from like every lawyer movie. Pretty much. And yeah. of course, for your state motto, which I believe is Alabama, number one alphabetically, number 49 in school rankings. Mm, yeah. We right. will trade you guys for Puerto Rico. Fuck, man. We'll throw in all the Happily. states that have ever touched you if we get to keep Disney World. Just cut them all off like Bugs yeah, Bunny. Exactly. You can go over and do Alabama. And and from the Auschwitz, way did he go, George, file tonight, WGN Chicago is apologizing profusely after a recent news segment about Yom Kippur was accompanied by a picture of the arm patch that Nazis made Jews wear in the Warsaw ghettos. Disastrous. The image is, in WGN's defense, the third one that comes up when you Google Jew star, and it's unquestionably the like spiffiest looking one on the page. The other ones are just line drawing. So but as long as nobody's mad that bad. major news outlets consider fully credulous Googling as a valid method of research, there should be no hard feelings here. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see what they do for MLK Day. In right. celebration of Dr. King, WGN Chicago would like to show you this authentic Petri dish from the Tuskegee experiment. Oh, God. It's the real one they used. Wow. Look, you can see it's got a bunch of... It's like way more racist than anything I could have culture. thought of. But of course, in addition to the intensity of the backlash, the error no doubt also left a few neo-Nazis sending private correspondence of support, happy to see their views finally being recognized on television. And according to our sources inside WGN, the extent of that response has led to some high-level discussions about a potential demographic shift in their programming hmm. in hopes of capturing the underserved, raging anti-Semite audience. Well, so in hopes of helping out, no, we're going to put our no. teams of Argentinian pig farmers to the task of coming up with our top five Nazi TV shows for the WGN Network. Yes, we did. At number five, Tyler Perry's Meet the Brown Shirts, <laughs> which still might be the least racist thing Tyler Perry ever made. <laughs> At number four. The Situation Room with Wolf Blitzkrieger. It's <laughs> a more realistic sounding name. I didn't know it would just start in the middle of some other show with no warning. <laughs> That'd be awesome. At number three, Mad About Eugenics. <laughs> you found a TV show that was almost as bad as the Holocaust to base that one on. Awesome. <laughs> you know, like Paul Reiser? Come on. At number two, Neoclassic Concentration. Wow. <laughs> That's really me. I'm sorry. It's, They're sorry. You know, the unsung Those victims of the Holocaust are the people who ran camps where you went to improve your concentration. <laughs> you know, it really fucked up the whole business model. Nobody knows what they throw. That. Anyway. <laughs> and at number one, Third Reich from the Sun. Ooh, space Nazis. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's kind of like Rush Limbaugh in the Mars there thing. You go, yeah. Machete versus space Nazis. Coming soon. Yeah, we got the rights to that, too. <laughs> And that's going to do it for episode 27. Thanks to No Illusions. You're welcome. Thanks to Lucinda Illusions. And thanks to all the listeners that liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and sent us feedback on the other various internets. 
Please keep doing that. Please keep listening, and please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business model to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like Will, Stacy, E. Allen, Rebecca, Martin, Randy, Joe, and Columbia House Holdings, LLC, whose exquisitely beautiful genitals are able to... I just came. <laughs> and whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, if you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our podcast award-winning sister show, The Scathing Atheist, available on iTunes, Stitcher, or directly from scathingatheist.com. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penist. Special thanks to Ryan Slotnick of Evil Giraffes on Mars. He's the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with his permission. You should definitely check him out using the links we'll provide or by Googling the only band called Evil Giraffes on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign-off. Da 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 da